أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وآله آل الله واللعنة على آدائهم وآداوتهم إلى يوم اللقاء الله السلام عليكم جميعا ورحمة الله وبركاته I would like to congratulate you all believers on the night of the birth anniversary of the Holy Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam and our beloved sixth Imam Imam Ja'far al-Sadiq alayhi salatu wa salam as you know dear brothers and sisters that we are celebrating these two great occasions on which Imam Khomeini rahmatullahi alayhi he declares the 12th of Rabbul Awal to 17th of Rabbul Awal as the week of unity. In the week we celebrate the birth of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam united with the whole Muslim Ummah. And in these days I would like to remind myself and remind the communi community of the importance of unity and how it is important that we are united not only as a community but as a Muslim Ummah. Obviously there are clear you know, disagreements, there's you know, clearly we have disagreements between the Sunni and the Shia. But that does not mean that we cannot celebrate the birth of Rasulullah with them. We have Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is one for us. The, uh, the Rasulullah is the same for us. The Quran is the same book for us. The Kaaba is where we all do sujood. And still, despite these similarities, there are few of us in our communities who always bring forth the differences. They highlight and acknowledge the differences rather than highlighting and trying to bring the ummah together. So in that terms, it is important that we, you know, have the idea of unity within our community and within the Ummah as an entire idea. And we have to make it practical. You know, when we have a program here, we should invite the brothers from the other school of thought. And when they have any program celebration of Rasulullah, they should invite people from our community to come and celebrate the the birthday of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam Allahumma salli And just want to give the message of the importance of unity and how we should bring that forth and work on it and build our communities because you know these days especially what is going on around the globe it is important that we bring forth become united and you know weed out the people who are trying to bring forth the disagreements, the things we don't agree with and highlighting and based on that training hatred between each other. Now coming towards with some of the hadith and some of the akhlaq, what we've been taught by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam. Allahumma salli ala. In the Quran Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he states, وَأَطَصْ بِسْمِ اللَّهِ الرَّحْمَنِ الرَّحِيمِ وَأَطَصِمُوا بِحَبْلِ اللَّهِ جَمِيعًا وَلَا تَفَرَّكُوا And hold on to the rope of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and do not be disunited. 
And what is that robe? How do we know which robe to hold on? That robe is Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam and his holy progeny. From Bibi Fatima to Zahra salamu alayhi alayhi, Imam Ali alayhi salam, Imam Hassan and Imam Hussein salawatullahi wa salamu alayhi majma'een. Allahumma salli Rasulullah is rahmatun lil alameen. Meaning, he is the mercy upon the worlds. We cannot even conceive the worlds. What are the worlds? Wherever we see in Surah Fatiha, Bismillahirrahmanirrahim, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. And Allah is a Rabb of the Alameen, meaning He is the Lord of the worlds. So what we, when we look in terms of our limited understanding, we look at NASA, the research and studies and so on, as yesterday Mulana Anwarali, may Allah prolong his life, was stating in the Khutbatul Jum'ah, when we look into the how great this and how far this universe is in millions and billions of light years away, there is a star which is very bright. And we cannot even conceive that. And that is within the realm of the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So what we understand over here is that wherever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the Lord, wherever His Lordship is, His Lordship is on all over the creation. Wherever His Lordship is, the mercy of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa is upon that entire place, entire creation, entire world where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the Lord. Allahumma salli ala Muhammadin wa ala Muhammad. And just to, I just want to say this that when Rahmatullil Alameen is standing for Sayyidatun Nisail Alameen, Bibi Fatimatul Zahra, Assalamullahi Alayha, Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa that does not only mean that Prophet Muhammad himself is standing, that does not only mean that the whole Risalat is standing, that does not only mean that the whole Prophethood is standing, but rather that means the whole universe is standing for the respect of Fatimatul Zahra, Assalamullahi Alayha. And it is Allahumma salli ala and it is important that we realize the great status of these individuals. And how do we do that? How do we make them happy? How do we please themselves? How do we celebrate this Eid? How the way we can celebrate this Eid is by reciting salawat as much as we can. Allahumma salli ala So we have to recite and make, you know, recite as much tasbih and the salawat as we can and gift it to Ahlul Bayt alayhi salatu wassalam. And the second thing that we can do is we can listen to the the sayings of Rasulullah, the sayings of Ahlul Bayt and implement into our lives. And in relation to that, one saying that I have uh, in my mind, I want to share with you today that inshallah we will be applying into our life. And whoever applies on this day, you're going to have such a great reward because you are doing it for Rasulullah. You're not doing it for yourself, you're not doing it for me. Whenever you do it with the intention of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to please Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, then it is a whole different scenario. When you are doing it for yourself, you're not getting reward. But when you do it for Rasulullah, there is definitely a greater chance of reward there. So coming to the hadith, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he states, that every single Muslim must give charity every single day. Now if there was somebody like you and me, there was a person sitting there and saying that, how can I give charity every day? Because you know, charity at that time, right now, Alhamdulillah, we are in a situation where we can give charity every day in financial terms. But back then, it was something different. So this man asked the Rasulullah, how can they give charity every day? So Rasulullah 
sallallahu alaihi wasallam he says that your removal of an obstacle from the road is a charitable act now that whenever you see something on the road something in the path of somebody is walking you see a banana peel you see some garbage you see something on the street and you are cleaning it up not because you get recognition from the people but rather you get recognition and reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with the intention of doing charity even removing a small rock from the way that is considered an act of charity and second Rasulullah he goes on to say that you're guiding someone is a charitable act now if you see that some somebody is in need of guidance especially living here in New York we see somebody might be lost like you know how do I get to Manhattan for example and you're guiding them oh take the A train to XYZ stop and that's how you're gonna get to Manhattan or so you see somebody in the community eating something that is not permissible you go to them and you know kindly not by yelling and shouting say oh this is haram why are you eating this not like that but you go approach them in a very kind manner the way Rasulullah would have done it and you guide them that oh what you're eating is not permissible so I advise you not to eat it and so on so that's another way you can do a charitable act according to Rasulullah the third your visit to the sick is a charitable act now these days especially COVID happened and they you know made us so divided and isolated that we couldn't even visit in such a time so in such a situation what you can do is you know call somebody who is sick now you have video calls you have so many facilities these days you can get the reward of doing this charitable charitable act by either either visiting the sick and if you can't do that you know just give them a call how are you doing can I do anything for you do you need anything and so on your enjoyment of good to others is a charitable act when you invite let's say somebody is planning to you know oh, let's go play, play games tonight or let's go bowling tonight let's do this tonight and you see there's a milad going on here instead of going you know bowling with them going to the movies with them you invite them towards you know today is the night of the celebration of the birth of Rasulullah let's go to the center and you know celebrate the celebration that is an act of uh, charity the forbidding of others of wrongdoing like I said if you see somebody who is not doing the correct thing you guide them and say that this is not correct this is what you should do and so on and your returning of greetings is a charitable act as well when somebody is saying salam to you and you reply with wa alaikum salam that is an act of charity Islam has made so many ways for us has given us so much things that we can apply into our life that if we look into it truly we will have a successful life and they would know if everybody follows the laws of Islam and the, you know, the guidelines which have been given by the Prophet, by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, truly we will be successful life. And just before ending, I just want to share a story because it is also the birth of Imam Ja'far ibn Muhammad al-Sadiq alayhi salatu wa salam. Allahumma salli ala and as you know, and you know, these are the imams that unfortunately we do not get to mention a lot, be it their birthday or except their birthday or the, the date of their martyrdom. We don't really mention them throughout the year. And that's a an habit that we should take away and try to practice and learning about all the Aymah, even if it's not their birthday or shahadat. So there was this scholar uh, who claimed to be a scholar, and you know, he was uh, teaching the people. And like you know telling them uh, what to do and so on and so forth he was very well known in society and he was you know talking to the people on the bazaar in the streets and so on 
So Imam Sadiq alayhi salatu wasalam, he sees this man, Allahumma salli ala Muhammadin wa. He sees this man and you know, he follows him. So he sees that the man, he takes, you know, two pieces of bread and he hides it in his bag and moves on without paying for it. Then he goes on more and he takes two pieces of, uh, I believe, pomegranate or some fruit from the fruit shop and puts it in the bag. Then after a few steps, Imam Ja'far Sadiq he approaches uh, this uh, so-called scholar and he asks that, oh, what, don't, what are you doing? You didn't even pay for these uh, bread, you didn't pay for the fruit, what are you doing? So he said, you know, instead of saying that, oh, I, it's my mistake and so on, this man, he starts to say, oh, you are just a grandson of Rasulullah, how do you not know what I'm doing? Are, are you uneducated, this and that? You know, he kind of insults in a way to the grandson of Rasulullah, to Imam Sadiq So this man, he says that, you know, I have earned four sins into my account. And this, I'm going to be taking this fruit and bread I took and give it to the people. So the, and the Quran says that, you know, each good deed you do, you'll get 10, 10, you know, good deeds equivalent to 10 points, let's say. And this way I am taking four sins into my account and giving it to the poor. So that means I have 40 good deeds, which minus 4 sins, and I have 36 good deeds. So just want to think, you know, have logical sense over here that what are you doing business with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala where you are only having like, you know, oh, I have 4, you're doing math with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That doesn't make sense. So, you know what Imam Jafar Sadiq alayhi salatu wasalam, Allahumma salli ala The beautiful reply he gives is that, first of all, you, you, what you took, you didn't take from the permission of the owner to give it to the uh, people who are in need. And second, what you are doing, the first four sins, that you took four pieces of, two pieces of bread and two pieces of fruit. So that's four sins. And then when you are giving it to people in need who are looking for charity or who need anything, and giving the four pieces of food that you took, you actually earned eight pieces of sin. Rather, you did not even make one good deed which you were thinking. So it is important that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given the aql and the, you know, the logic to think about what we are doing. So it's important that we follow what we've been taught by Ahlul Bayt and you know, not do silly things like doing math with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it is just to conclude that it's important that we look at the study the life of Rasulullah, study the life of Imam Sadiq, and the study the life of Imam Not only just, you know, listen to the great status and say, MashaAllah, they were such great individuals. But rather, when we listen to them, listen to the great status, look at how they behave, look at their ethics, look, look at their morals and how they behave with the society. And we should look at that and implement it too in our lives. Let us recite a Surah Fatiha for al Humin. Not to mention Ayatollah Khomeini, Ayatollah Khui, and Ayatollah Sayyid al-Hakim who passed away recently. The Shohada in Afghanistan, two, two Fridays, Salatul Jummah, they were attacked. And so many Shohada and so many people dying and getting martyred these days. Let us recite a Surah Fatiha for them, followed by As-Salawat ala Muhammad wa Ali Muhammad. Allah.